What's up? My name is CJ Finley, and this is the Thrive on Life podcast. I started a brand called Thrive on Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. Each week, we interview people on topics of business, health, relationships, mindset, and much more to help us thrive in all areas of life. If the messages in this podcast resonate with you, but you're still feeling a little bit stuck in actually implementing these ideas, I'd love to help you on a more personalized level or connect you with somebody that can. So please reach out. Also, if you've got a friend who you know could benefit from hearing this episode, please share the love with them. My goal is always to spread positive impact through the sharing of knowledge, and I would be honored if you could help me achieve this goal. What is up, fan? CJ Finney here, back with another episode of the Thrive on Life podcast. But today, we are doing it not in my studio. We're at South by Southwest. And I just want to say shout out to Ibble App and my buddy Moby for giving me this opportunity and also... Our guest today, Miss Kristen Weitzel. We are about running an hour and a half behind, so I'm just gonna get right into this. But before we do that, I want to allow you to introduce yourself and tell people where they can hear your story or follow you out because today we're just gonna get right to the value for everybody here at South by Southwest. Yeah, awesome. I'm Kristen Weitzel. You can follow me at Warrior Woman Mode, which is my business warriorwomanmode.com and uh, on the Ibble app, I am biohacker bestie. Mm. Uh, we can see a ton of the content that's going to come out on ice baths and breathing and getting all crazy. So that's where you can find me and hear my story and all of that. But yeah, let's talk about the... Heck yeah. So today's topic of conversation is human optimization. I love everything that you put out on social media and everything that you do for the community on this topic. And it's something that I wanted to start with today because at South by Southwest, it's known for people working long hours, people flying in and partying and attending and connecting and networking, and that can take a toll on the human body. So I'd love if you just go into some tips and tricks for anybody that's either here working or is an attendee on how to keep themselves healthy and optimized during events, not just South by Southwest, but anything else that they are flying around to and networking at. Yeah, yeah. It's an important question. And my background before I got into the world of health optimization and coaching was executing events like this in the marketing world. So I'm super familiar with the behind the scenes thing. And attending events like this can be grueling in, in the most beautiful way where we get to connect and network and be with each other in person. But the optimization tips that tips I have is the beautiful thing is we're all set up here with bottles on the table. And I think the first thing I want to talk about hydrating. Especially if you're working these events, we forget. And also we have this notion that water, just keep drinking lots and lots of water and just making sure that I always pack in my like backpack or rucksack sodium, potassium, magnesium. So a mix of supplements that's like uh, electrolyte based, right? You can get little packets or powders or what have you. I'm like a big LMNT person, but I put it in my water and I keep my water bottle around. So I'm always hydrating at a cellular level, right? Make sure we have enough salt in our water. Um, and then the, the other thing that always is like, how many cups of coffee are we going to drink to keep yeah, yeah, yeah. going? And there's like other ways I think to do over caffeination. Not that you can't have a cup of coffee, just you love it and you're riding the caffeine a little bit. Adding other kind of nootropics, having some theanine with your coffee to give you focus and boost as well as energy without having to crash off of it. And then I'm a big molecular hydrogen fan. It gives you a lot of energy. It's the smallest molecule that exists. It helps boost cellular health and function. So I put a lot of different things into the liquids that I'm drinking around the day when I'm behind the scenes or at the conference. Yeah, and especially on a day like today where I think yesterday was like 70 degrees and then today is in the mid 40s and it's cold. People will tend to forget 
to drink more water because you just are not necessarily feeling thirsty. Uh, yeah. You're a little bit cold and it's something that we can easily forget. So I love how you touched on that, but you just mentioned molecular hydrogen. <laughs> can you explain what that is? Yeah. So molecular hydrogen, when you take hydrotab is what I usually take. It's, it's like a non-chelated magnesium. It's just, the magnesium is made in a way there's, you know, it's a rabbit hole of magnesium, 23 different kinds of magnesium. It's the most, it's the thing that we're most deficient in, but a magnesium tablet, when you put it in water, it's not about the magnesium. It off-gasses these bubbles that are molecular hydrogen. They're doing more and more research on this about energy efficiency, about creating energy efficiency in the cells. It's also really great for like jet lag and hangovers because right. we all know that people are at South by Southwest and they're having cocktails, well, having a beer with a friend, et cetera, networking. So taking molecular hydrogen throughout the course of the day is really great to be preventative in the sense of you're hydrating, you're creating energy and you're preventing a bit of that hangover for the next day in advance. And that's what we want to do, right? Let's get our bodies to be able to be preventing the hangover the next day if we're going to indulge in like a cocktail or two. It is the smallest molecule, lots of research around it and all of the world of quarantine and stuff that there's been, people have been using like injectable, doctors have been using it more IV driven molecular hydrogen and whatnot. So definitely a rabbit hole. If people want to learn more about it, I always say go to the Molecular Hydrogen Institute. There's tons of research there about it. And it's it's fascinating because it's not uh, super well known yet. And it's uh, but it's coming. You can feel it. Super interesting. I'm and looking the bubble yeah. put it in the water. It's like Alka Seltzer is just so weird, but it the bubbles and then it takes about 30 to 60 seconds to dissolve. And then you drink the water, but what you're wanting to get is the gas, the bubbles. Okay. So you want to drink it in 30 seconds. It's almost like a small glass that you shoot so that you're getting them like the hydrogen in your system. And they say it can get through the stomach lining and get into your body and all of that. That's awesome. I'm going to have to look into that, but I'm not sure let's, let's, on me or somebody crazy, let, but yeah. Let's be realistic. A lot of the people here aren't just coming to learn. They are coming to have a good time. Yeah. And the percentage of people probably showing up to these events hungover at some capacity is relatively, I would say probably high. So what are, what do you do if you are that person and you wake up and you're just like, oh, I'm not really feeling great today. What does that person do? How do they give themselves a better chance to have a good day? What are some tips in, in that area? I think it's really interesting. I feel like when I was younger, I was always like, hair the dog that bit you. Have a little more. <laughs> yeah, Bloody Mary. But I think that's like not the jam. I would get yourself going, get fluid in you in the morning right away. If you can't like pop over to your favorite IV nowadays, that becomes more prevalent. Let's go to MSW Lounge. Yeah. If you can't pop over there, then it's get fluids in your system. And like what I put in my water besides electrolytes is amino acids. So like an essential amino acid, it's going to help you fuel yourself for the day. And I would do my very best to stay like a little off the sugar. So if you're going to head out into the world and keep drinking the next day and networking and having a great time, all cool. But maybe keep it with like your favorite alcohol, mezcal on the rocks or a splash of soda and lime, something that's just like a less sweetened mixer to add into that game, keeping yourself like some protein, some aminos, just fueling the system the right way the next day and then layering on whatever cocktailing a beer, whatever you're going to do on top. Yeah. I guess the issue becomes then like, I, we were just walking through the tent over there. It's just all the different foods and drinks that you're <laughs> consuming throughout the day, knowing what is in them and what is not in them. That has always been a, a struggle of mine throughout events is just like understanding what am I actually intaking here? And for somebody that's hung over, you will definitely want to be conscious, like Kristen is saying, of what it is that you're putting 
into your body. You did mention IVs and MSW lounge there, but I know that you're super into breath work and the fact that can help not just the physical side, but the mental side. So let's dive more into, we've started off this conversation a lot of what is it that we could ingest and help us physically be optimal. But if we're trying to prepare for a long weekend, like South by Southwest, I will have you go through what are some areas where we can help our mental health, like I'm wearing the shirt today, what would you recommend for people out there to prepare themselves mentally for everything that's going on? Yeah, for sure. The, the thing that I think is cool about breathwork, it's like this untapped piece that people are saying, I'm breathing right now. So why do I need to breathe differently or better? How can I utilize my breath any differently than I already am? So it's like low hanging fruit and we get a chance to, we figured it out. Like in, in the science behind breath is that we can increase our focus by sitting and breathing nasally that's the first thing i always recommend to people is like, it's just growing an awareness around hey i'm sitting in this space i'm feeling a little agitated or a little tired how can i oxygenate oxygenate my tissues better and that sounds like woo woo crazy science but it's not about oxygenating your tissues then you're not going to be focused you're not going to have the energy that you need so when we breathe through our nose we're actually creating a systemic um, response that oxygen can get into our cells and our brain and our body better and that's another rabbit hole I like to talk about, but it's important to know that's step one. And then step two is you have a moment to put your phone down and pause between the people that you're chatting with and it's all, you're super sympathetic and really excited to connect, but like you have a moment you can sit for like three to five minutes and just do some like calm nasal breathing where you're like, I always talk about 2X breathing because it's easy. It's whenever I breathe in and a count in my head, like a count of four in, and then I can exhale for a count of eight. And that's just giving me a little bit of a parasympathetic calming, but it's also going to bring a little bit more focus and awareness to my state because I'm getting more oxygen in my system. What is the difference between parasympathetic and sympathetic? So those that are listening right. can. Yeah, because sympathetic always sounds like that should be like the chill out. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm sympathetic and I'm all chill and it's fine, but it's actually the opposite. So sympathetic is when our nervous system state is heightened when we're in fight or flight. Sometimes people might say we're so sympathetic that we're in this freeze mode, right? When people have some big shock happen in their life. And then parasympathetic is when we are calm, we are rest, digest, socialize, and have sex. All of those things are happening here. So that's yeah. And so how do we get ourselves in a space where we're breathing more easily and we're in a calmer state so that we really, we can connect with people? Mm -hmm. Because this is the other thing, right? Ibl is this like super rad app and it's great. And we want to be in our phones so much, but this is this dopamine hit we continue to get. And so how can we actually just put our phone down for a little bit and connect with people and breathe in a way that I can hear what you're saying and actively listen to you? Because if this isn't a space for like technology and innovation and conversation and finding investors and being a big badass entrepreneur, then there's no other space for it, right? You want to be mm -hmm. turned on and tuned in. And that's the way you can use breathing. And it's, I want to see someone sitting in the corner of some booth or some speaking agent just be like having a moment, closing their eyes, taking some breaths, because that's someone who is actively pursuing greatness. They're breathing well and they're putting themselves out into the world right after that breathwork moment to connect with other people. And the best part about it is it's free. Like it's totally we breathe free. Yeah, yeah. all the time. I always think that's how people forget to do good breathing. It's like, well, it's just free. I can do it anytime. So do I have to do it right now? I'll save it for later. Yeah, it's one of those things that we subconsciously do it all the time. And we don't even realize how much of a blessing it is that if we just slow down and do some breath work and take a deep breath, it'll allow us to be patient when we're running an hour and a half behind. But totally. I've seen you wear special glasses before. And for those that are at South By or at other events, we got our buddy 
Arnell helping us out looking at the screen right now. And I'm assuming he'll be looking at screens for the next uh, two to three days nonstop. When we get free moments, it, people tend to pick up their phone or tend to pick up their laptop and, and get on the screen. Our eyes, we can optimize how we're bringing in light through our eyes and that can affect how we're feeling throughout the day. So give me a little bit of a rundown of what are those special glasses that you're wearing and where could people find those and why should they be looking into what they're wearing on their eyes when they're looking at screens. Yeah, for sure. And this is like a crazy, interesting conversation because what's happening actually right now that's interesting to me is as we have this conversation, I always think about, am I going to be wearing blue blockers? Blue blockers is what we call them loosely to be able to adjust the type of lighting that's getting into my like ocular cavity and triggering my brain because light comes in through the eyes. And this is true even for blind people. As long as you have eyeballs, the light is coming through your eyes and your eyes are triggering everything to happen in your brain around circadian rhythm, around what time of day it is, around hunger response, things like that that are happening. And so how do we utilize glasses that are going to color the, the lights or, or refract light that we don't want? But what's interesting about what's happening right now as we sit in this booth is it's overcast outside. It's midday. I, as a biohacker, I always like to get great sleep. But last night I had a, a massive client project. So I was up till 1.30. So I know in my body that with it being overcast, it being midday and us sitting here that like people may or may not be able to see, but there's some big light coming at us. This blue light in our face is just going to mimic daylight. And so I almost feel oh, this is actually good for me because it's like turning my brain on to know this is the middle of the day. And even being on and not a lot of sleep, I may not need glasses in this moment. But during the rest of the day, I'm trying to, we have things on our phone that color the screen and have things on our computer, especially if we're doing a lot of work on a laptop. There are um, lighter colored blue blocking glasses that just look clear. And as the day begins to get later and later, there are different glass colors you can put on. So one is more of an amber shade. And the ones that I will wear like an hour before bed only are deep red. And that's blocking all the blue light, all the jock light out completely. And everything in my house looks red and I have red light bulbs and all that ridiculousness. But that is helping trigger my brain to understand nighttime is here. And so it's time to unwind all the way from the amber glasses being worn from sunset to triggering my brain with those red glasses, which are big blue blockers, which I wear and that helps me sleep. Because the better our circadian rhythm is aligned with what's happening in the natural cycle of the planet, the better our health will be optimized, the better we'll sleep, the better we set ourselves up. No longer can you be like staring at your phone for two and a half hours before you go to bed and say, I'm really not getting good, good sleep and I don't know why. We have these simple tools to fix that issue. And if people don't have access, the other thing that's free is get up in the morning before 9 a.m., get 10 minutes of sunrise. You don't have to be on a beautiful beach, although that's awesome. Yeah. But just get sunlight into your eyes um, before 9 a.m. for 10 minutes and not through a window, just outside. And that will help set both your serotonin and your, your set up your day to let your body and your brain know, oh, the sun is up. I need to be awake. How your hunger functions, how your meal timing happens, how your sleep is set up. It's like your best night of sleep starts with the first moments in the morning. So getting sunlight there and then sunset is the last piece of that, which is you don't have to put on blue blockers to set your rhythms. You can turn the lights down in your house or light candles or whatever when sunsets and you can get out and look at the sunset and be like, cool strain i know that the night is coming and so it's going to settle your body into that parasympathetic state we talked about and the cool thing about that is you'll be able to multitask and do your breath work at the same time oh, so you get 10 minutes of sun in the morning do your breath work and then at night when you're looking at the su sunset and you're 
calming yourself down. Yeah. Do some of that breath work that Chris was talking about. But the next thing I want to jump into is something that you've actually turned me on to recently with the flex beam. It's red light therapy. And for me, I am an athlete and struggle with all the time, just different aches and pains and things like that. Now, people that are coming to the festival are going to be standing, moving, and potentially walking a lot more than they might be used to. And this can create some aches and pains throughout the course of the day, at night. Tell us a little bit about how red light therapy and the different products in, in that spectrum would be advantageous to people that are sitting in awkward positions, walking a lot more than they usually are. What is the advantage of red light? Yeah. Red light, there's so much reason. A lot of times people will say to me, but it's like red light and it's shining on me. I don't understand how it's working. And it's, it's, I, I, I want to reiterate first and foremost, there's thousands of pieces of research and literature that we've known about. And we've known about the power of wavelengths of light since when the, we were wheeling patients out early forties and fifties out of the hospitals for a certain period of time to help them heal. And they were healing faster because we we're getting them sunlight, like morning sun or sunset sunlight. But that became obviously big pharma came in and became really like a workload to be able to wheel all the patients out and in and things like that. So they stopped doing that. And that's unfortunate. And we've really re-harnessed sort of the power of live wavelengths of light, not just by getting out in the sun more, but also by using red light devices. And they have become, if, they, if we don't think that they're mainstream yet, like they're mainstream. So there's panels and there's smaller things for your skin and there's intravaginal devices and there's stuff you can put on your testicles. There's every kind of light in the world to boost every kind of function. But the basic science behind it is that our body, our cells are made up of electrons. Our body is like a battery and we can charge it with certain wavelengths of red light in that spectrum. And different wavelengths of light affect different parts of our body. So Knowing that we have a reputable brand that we're, we're utilizing is important. It can't just be like a $1.99 painted red light bulb that someone's like, this will work. It needs to be specific with the diodes of light. And then the other cool part, like I, the flex beam specifically, I love because there aren't any other devices that I know of in the red light world that you can charge and then just take with you. I could fit it in my backpack. Uh -huh. I could have it around me on South by Southwest if I was sitting at night. And there's enough tech heads here, so it wouldn't feel like, oh, biohacking nerd. I'd be like, okay, cool. What's that? It looks like a, a bullet strap or something like he looks all badass now. So for sleep, I use it a lot for recovery and then for potentiation for all the like athletes out there like you, I will do some potentiation work where I will strap it on my body, typically my shoulders, because I've had injuries in the past before I work out upper body to potentiate the cellular function and potentiate the workout. Yeah, it's... I've noticed immediately, so I've been using it for a week now, the ability to transport it is awesome. And for somebody like me, like I have back issues and hips and any athlete that's probably, especially males, that's where you're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of issues just because we're sitting throughout the day so much. And I've noticed like an improvement almost within days just from doing it two or three times a day. So it's something that I can definitely recommend yeah. for those other people out there, but I'd love to get more into the conversation of, okay, we've been using the tips and tricks that you've been telling us and we're feeling great throughout Dunking all the hat, South really. by Southwest. Everything is great. Glad yeah, it's all great. <laughs> we get through, what should the recovery practices be that, that people take with themselves? Because I feel like a lot of people, when we are preparing for something, 
we do a little bit extra, but then we let those habits fall through the wayside once we get home or we get back into our normal routine. There's a lot we're throwing at you. Hydration, red light, glasses, better sleep, technology. For the person that doesn't want to be overwhelmed, like they go back to wherever they're from after South by Southwest, what are the biggest habits that they can instill within their lifestyle to start making a way towards just living a healthier and happier life? Yeah. And this is the thing. This is like the key question, right? This is the, the pinnacle question is how do I slow, simple consistencies and weave into my life? Like I talk about a lot as like I'm scaffolding. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to layer in the flex beam and see how that I can navigate that and reminding myself, plugging and charging it once a week, getting it in my bag, getting it in my car until it becomes part of my habit and my routine. Because then I know that there's one extra layer in there. And so picking the things that you want to start with, right? Not taking them all at once. If I'm saying to someone, what's the very best thing that they can change today? It's always, the answer is always going to be breath. Like always, even if you've optimized nasal breathing 90% of your day, if you're an athlete in any capacity, learning how to breathe better, specific, the specific protocols to use when you're breathing and lifting and all of that, you can, we can all functionally learn how to breathe better and get better breathing biomechanics so that we can do everything from lose weight faster to heal our body faster. And recovery is a very big piece of that. So breathing is always my number one thing. And secondarily, sleep. We don't have to hopefully talk too much about getting good sleep, but sleep is the time your body gets a chance to recover. And then I like to say the third thing I would do is pick something that feels like a cool innovation to you and try that thing out. If it's in your budget, and it makes sense and do your research or ask people like CJ or myself, hey, what brands do you recommend? Because I feel like we're very aligned with brands that are sourcing things well, are reputable, and we're not, you and I aren't, get, we're not like selling out. People aren't just being saying, talk about a brand, I'll pay with this money. It's not about that. It's about we really want quality brands for people. So getting a quality brand of something that feels cool to you, something that's like, oh, this this is, I'm a little passionate about this because when we're passionate, we keep that stuff in our lives, right? We keep that in our day to day. And again, it's like building routine. So it's like at any given time, at this point in my scaffolding of my life, of my health, of the way I want to thrive, I have a backpack and it's got a few things in it. It's always going to have a protein, grass-fed beef. That is always going to have some molecular hydrogen and a couple supplements. I'm going to have my blue blockers in there. I probably will have my flex beam if I'm like on the go for a full day. And I always know that I can do it like Neezy by just layering in breath work or meditation or anything of that nature. So it's all, I don't want people just like, we've, I know that you live by this. It's, we don't, if you layer all the things on at once, it ain't going to stick. Mm. So let's pick the things that are our baseline good fitness pieces. And then something that's really cool. Cause we, we all like to have the one thing in our bag. That's look at this cool new toy. Then you can share it with people or you can lend it out or drop a pill in their water safely and legally <laughs> and then keep people going. I think it, it comes down to just like foundations and then keeping things simple. So like with breath and sleep, if you don't know how to manage your breath and you don't know how to manage your sleep, everything else won't matter. Totally. Like red light's not going to save you if you're only sleeping three hours a night and you're not familiar with what will improve your deep sleep or improve your REM. And then if you can't control your breathing and you're constantly having anxiety attacks or panic attacks, like the blue blockers on your eyes aren't really going to do much for you. So start with those two things. I love that you, you stated that, but last question I have here is you mentioned a little bit of like the innovative side. There's all these new innovations and technologies coming out. What is exciting to you 
going into 2022 in terms of the health optimization space? There's so much stuff coming out right now. I think there's a lot of different things that are exciting to me right now. I'm always going to want to talk about cold and um, cold exposure and ice baths and all of that. That's really, like, that's a big piece of my life and my work. The big thing in it, from a tech standpoint that isn't even new, I just think people need to be getting, if you're not investing in a wearable, you're not investing in the future of your health. Yes. And I have two wearables on today. I have a BioStrap and an Aura Ring, but it's, if you're wearing a Whoop, there's a lot of options on the market and it's just about what Find one thing and compare apples to apples. If you compare your whoop score numbers to like your score on something else on your aura ring, right? There's differences. So you start with one and compare apples to apples and innovate the way that you are sleeping and checking your rent score. And all of these things will tell you how many breaths you're taking in a minute. And I think that is the most important thing to translate to people is get a wearable device that really suits your lifestyle and suits everything that you're doing. Yeah, like that's the piece. There's tons of tech that's coming out and I'm, I've been doing a, what's the one quick thing I will say is I've been doing a protocol on an adaptive resistance exercise machine. And for me, that's like, I've started incorporating it in the work I'm doing with a professional athlete and it's just slowly but surely I'm watching it really game change and hyper innovate the fitness industry. And that can feel a little like scary to those of us. You and I also love to get on a barbell and a dumbbell all the time. So how that changes the game is really, I'm leaning hard into that kind of tech. Yeah, spend a minute here going into what that machine is because that is local to Austin and I would love to shout them. Yeah, for sure. So the machine is called arxfit.com is their website. It's adaptive resistance exercise. So the X stands for exercise. And it is, there's a, a number of different ways to use it, but the, the banging, amazing innovation is that it really focuses on giving you a hundred percent range of motion on the eccentric load. So when you, we, if you talk about it in the fitness world, it's like on negatives and eccentrically loaded work or negatives on the one side of the lift is where we actually do the damage and by damage, minimum effective dose of strain on the muscle so that it can repair and become even stronger. And so we only get about 30% or so of that range in gym training, which is Awesome, right? We, that's like easily accessible. We can get barbells, dumbbells, we can work with chains, what have you, and get as crazy as we can, but we're still missing range of motion because our body just, based on gravity and based on our capability to lift a weight, you have to lift it in order to lower it. And so this machine takes that guesswork out of it and it's tracking like 15 times a second. It's checking in on how much force production you have. And at that, every single moment, every single second that's happening, it's pushing back that force and then some. And they would say robots over dumbbells are becoming more efficient and it is highly effective. It's also, you never beat the machine. Like you never, yeah, I, you never beat the machine. It just kicks your ass. I tried it at the Howdy Health Fest and it was the best 12 minute workout that I've ever had. <laughs> something that you can't replicate is just, so I did like a bench press, a, a squat, and then, uh, no, bench press, leg press, and back row. Yeah. And especially for the bench press, it feels like literally a car is being dropped on you and you're trying to hold from like getting crushed by this car and you do it. I think th they can choose the amount of reps that you do, but within 12 minutes, I was toasted. And the cool thing about this is you can see your pr your improvements. And I'm huge in the metrics. So like you were talking earlier for sleep, get the whoop, the aura ring, biostrapped, learn what's best for you. But with workouts, it's very hard to do that based on our judgment. Because when we go in and you mentioned dumbbells, like some days I slept, some days I didn't sleep well, some days I'm well-fed, some days I'm not. So the amount of strength I have difference each day is just based on how I feel. Rather the ARX is, the ARX is going to show you Specifically, if you keep going there week over week, month over month, 
how your strength has improved and it gives you that data in lifetime analysis. So when you're on the machine, you actually see how strong or not strong you yeah. are in that very moment. So I, I highly recommend if you're local to Austin, go check them out. And if you're at South by Southwest and you want a 12 minute workout, they're in uh, the wellness center they, tomorrow. They are in the wellness center this weekend. So go yeah. check them out. By the time people hear this after the fact, that will be the case. Well, that's okay, um, but you can go check it out. This other amazing thing that you talking about this is awesome to hear because when you're training, you get to look on the screen and say, okay, cool. I'm CJ in this male body. I was born in this male body. And I look on the screen and I can see how I slept and how strong it is, my force output. And when I look at the screen, I see some of the same stuff, but then I also can see based on the month where I am in my cycle, yeah. like a lot of what I'm doing around women, and this is why I'm doing the protocol. It's like where I am in my cycle, where I have the most force production, where I don't. And when I need to heavy up and do, I'm going in on these, the 10 day estrogen spike and I'm like slow, strong, heavy, two or three sessions in that 10 day period of time, which almost would be too much. But then I'm like lowering the frequency of the, around the rest of the month for me. So it's like, Super cool to hear a dude talk about it. A man who's like, hey, I'm in here and I noticed my differences. And then it's just like a reminder to women that sometimes, and men too, sometimes we show up and our sleep or our fuel is not optimal and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We still get the workout in. We still, you know, are getting the resistance training in. And then maybe the next time we got a better shot at it, or, or maybe it's just a different time of my, that time of month for me and I can actually get more power in. So yeah, it's like that's little steps, man, little steps. If we're going back to the innovation, that's really what I'm excited for is because I am married and, and seeing the innovation in the women's health space and noticing that it is way different than males. And there's a huge conversation happening here in 2022. And honestly, I'd love our next podcast to be in that area, but mm -hmm. we have hit our mark. And I just want to say thank you again to the Able app, Moby, Arno here for helping us out with the technology and the video. And then of course, last but not least, Miss Wenzel for being on the podcast today. Is there anything else that you would love to say to the audience before we wrap up? No, I just want to remind them to go to the Thrive on Life podcast and keep listening and leave a five-star review because this guy's crushing it. You're going to see nothing but a lot more of him in the future. And then uh, what's your handle on the Able app again? CJ Finley. See, so follow him everywhere and uh, come check me out at Warrior Woman Mode. And just thanks for being with us. It's awesome. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in. This is CJ Finley with the Thrive on Life podcast. Thrive on y'all. What's up, y'all? This is CJ again. And on behalf of the small team here at Thrive on Life, I'd like to thank you for listening to one of our episodes. Our mission in life is to help people like you fuel your passion and make every heartbeat count. And we realize the best way to do this is together as a team. So we'd love for you to join in on this mission and connect with like-minded individuals within our Thrive on Life community. To do so, please head to thriveonlife.com and connect with us there. We'd love to chat with you. Before I sign off, I'd like you to always remember one thing. When we strive together, we thrive together. So please do your part in helping others thrive on life.